welcome to an another episode of programming mindfully myself vishnu i am from tiruvananthapuram kerala state i am working as a full stack net developer podcasting is my hobby and this podcast features a wide range of programming topics all the opinions that i expressed here are purely my personal and do not represent any of the employer's view in any way with that let's start Thanks for listening. Hi all. This is the first talk in the Samarin series. Xamarin is a cross-platform mobile application framework that's from Microsoft and you can use C-sharp language to develop native mobile application for multiple platforms like Android or iOS. Through this talk, in this episode and a series of episodes, I will be sharing some of the best practices and overview about how you can start development using xamarin and you can uh, use this talk as well as the official documentation of microsoft to understand about xamarin development i hope uh, this talks will give you a better picture about xamarin So before starting this talk I would sh- like to share a small experience of me about how I got introduced to the mobile application development so that experience when I share that will give you an context of how a mobile application development looks like and how a cross platform mobile application can ease the development time around Nine years back during 2011 when the Android was getting popular and I was not then aware about Android and I somehow purchased a new Nokia phone. But after I purchased that particular Nokia phone through one of my friend I came to know that there is another smartphone out there in market which have the uh, which have much advanced features than the current phone you have. I got interest and I went to see that particular phone and my friend explained about it particularly I like the concept of installing apps from the store so I got much interest and I immediately went to the store where I purchased my new Nokia phone I requested to exchange so even though that uh, that I lost some money but still I managed to get a new Android phone and that is the the model is Samsung Y Samsung Galaxy Y young and the version of android which i was using then is uh, android 2.3 or gingerbread so later a different versions of android came out and the latest version of android is android 11 so as of this uh, recording time like uh, march 15th 2020 Uh, one month back a version of android is released which is called android 11 so there were different versions starting from the um, 
starting from where i used like the gingerbread from their different versions like ice cream sandwich came then up to the um, pie model that is google pie that's android pie that is released in august of 2018 uh, google followed a standard of using the desserts or sweet names for android but they found that using such a desert or sweet names for versioning the android can cause confusion to some users especially the different language users may not understand that in the proper context to make it simplified to understand the versions of android after the pi version they came up with a different strategy called naming by numerical way like android 10 android 11 etc so the, as of now the latest uh, version is called android 11 so uh, hope you get an idea about the different versions and how the naming changed and if you compare the phone which i purchased in 2011 with the recent mobiles you can see that there is a vast set of new features came out when i purchased my initial phone it don't had any nfc or fingerprint or front cam or like that nowadays much and much cheaper devices are evolving out with advanced capabilities like the fingerprint the nfc then retina detection so different platforms have different capabilities so because of this new and uh, new features are coming out and because of the portability and ease of use many users prefer to use mobile rather than a desktop or an uh, laptop so that is why the mobile apps are getting much more and more popular than desktop apps so even when i recorded uh, the podcast and i see uh, some of the statistics i found that the mobile listening is much higher than that of desktop or laptop so that indicates that people at least majority of us users prefer to use mobiles because of its flexibility and portability and ease of use so because of this lot and lot of different apps are coming out I explain to you about the Android. So keep in mind that there are other platforms also like iOS which is also one of the leading um platforms out there. Then other platforms like Android like BlackBerry then the Windows phone are out there. Our talks will be mainly focusing on two main platforms like Android and iOS because that's those are the two platforms which majority of users use and you can use Xamarin to create applications for uh, iOS and Android. So in the in a series of talks in the coming days uh, I will give you an idea about how you do that. Today we focus just an overview about how mobile uh application start and we can also see how we can install the uh xamarin and you can get a start so that's the main focus of this uh, episode to get give you a context of what the mobile development is so you understand that um there is a need for developing application at least some clients prefer that they want a mobile application because majority of the users are using mobile so if you get some such a requirement to develop an application 
then you are in the right place you can <laughs> listen to the talk and understand how it works so when when it comes to develop an application for mobile you, you will have different options like you can develop a native mobile app you can develop a mobile web app which is one of the easiest way and also you can develop a hybrid app so there are multiple ways by which you can uh, develop an application for your mobile users so we can first look into the easiest way which is called the mobile web development so imagine that if you have a website and your customers want that to perfectly render that in their mobile devices as well so by adding some uh tweakings in your existing mobile device and uh, by adjusting the css and html a bit you can effectively make your website responsive and effectively render perfect in all the different types of devices so the devices can be a laptop uh, the device can be a desktop or uh, it can be of uh, a smart tv or a mobile or a tablet so whatever the device might be or whatever the platform there be so your website will uh, you can make your website perfectly render in all those particular uh, different form factors so that type of websites are called responsive websites or the uh, mobile web so that is one of the easiest easiest way of mobile development use and not only easiest you can also easily maintain such a website because if there is a change happen you can change it one place and it effectively reflects in all the other devices as well here your user will open that particular website in their mobile web browser and they can use the application so i hope you get an understand about that and if you search about majority of the uh, designs that will be responsive if you goes to the some of the wordpress themes you can understand that majority of the themes are already responsive that means that they work effect eff, they eff, um, effect efficiently uh, or properly display in all the different form factors so that is one way um, so that is uh, the way by which you can uh, select Uh, uh there is one strategy which you can select for developing an application for your client but keep in mind that not all situations uh, or not all context can use this type of web, uh, website like the mobile web i will give you one example that one year back i started using a music streaming service so their app was developed using html5 and basically it it, it was a mobile app then I started listening and it worked fine and it perfectly uh, displayed in mobile and I was able to listen the app but after some time uh, when I listen I found that the battery is draining at a higher pace I contact that streaming support and they told that that is the limitation of the mobile web so they they informed me that within one or two months they will come up with a native app which uh, which provides much better resource utilization and performance 
So they already started development and in between I called and they told me to wait or not two months and after that I got that app and when I installed I found it much better than the mobile version because mobile web version because a native app will have rich user experience and it is performance it has good performance and it will be much resource it have better resource utilization so um uh, when i earlier when i use a that same app in a mobile web my battery lasted for a few hours while but when i use that native mobile application i was able to listen for even one or two days and more so that so that way better utilization is there if you use a native application so if your um app has much revenue or if your client prefer that they have a lot of mobile users and they exactly want a native mobile application then you can develop that and distribute using the samarin and when coming to uh, the samarin development one of the advantage you get is you code once and you target your code to multiple platforms the framework automatically converts your code to those platforms so you don't need to maintain two separate versions of code for different platforms so that's the advantage you get from using a cross platform uh, framework like a samarin that you code once and you reuse your code in multiple platforms but if you were developing a native web application using a language like java or objective c then what happens is you need to develop for different platforms using their respective languages that means uh, two different development stream should happen uh, simultaneously and that will add more cost and not only cost during maintenance if there is a small change to happen you need to change in those two different uh, platforms as well so that is bit challenging uh, and it will add maintenance cost and development cost and it will take much time to develop and because each platform has to be in sync with each other so to Uh, make it is this cross platform this idea of cross platform development came out and uh, this frameworks like the samarin react native offers possibilities for you to code in own language and then you can target to multiple audience so the the focus of our talk will be development using samarin and the language you using will be c sharp and this type of development is called cross platform mobile development like uh, you can there uh, as i explained earlier uh, you will you can share the code that is the one advantage you gets by using this type of uh, development strategy and uh, the other thing is uh, you don't need to learn other languages like java or objective c for multiple platforms you can you if you know c sharp you can effectively develop a native mobile application to c sharp and deploy to ios and android because the plan this framework automatically converts to that particular uh, 
platforms whatever it be we like uh, android or ios so that is about xamarin uh, then so you will be wondering how all this can happen how can i develop the xamarin app basically uh, you will be developing the xamarin application through the visual studio uh, professional or enterprise or community edition you need the visual studio ide keep in mind that uh, the visual studio code is not supported you either need visual studio professional or visual studio enterprise or visual studio community edition this um, visual studio community edition is free to download and use for uh individual users or small teams or for uh, public projects so feel free to use that and you can create a xamarin application through that while installing visual studio make sure that you select the uh, mobile application development component as well as the cross platform development so both are required for developing an application in xamarin so if you properly install all those thing uh, once installed in the visual studio if you open you will get a template for creating a project using xamarin so uh, there are two different types of applications uh, application models uh, development models you can choose for developing using xamarin only is the xamarin forms so i recommend you to choose the xamarin forms because that can help you you for code sharing um xamarin there is another uh, model called the xamarin classic which provides advanced uh, platform specific uh, coding like if you want to code particularly for android or ios and if you want to dive deep into that particular platform specific details like Uh, for example in the case of gaming or such apps then you uh, should go for uh, xamarin classic but the code reusability will be much lower so ideally uh, uh, you should start with the xamarin forms because around uh, microsoft says that around 90% of your code can be reused for uh, if you choose the xamarin forms then the um, understanding a bit of history about xamarin is also helpful because that can add much interest so xamarin was an experiment that was an experiment to develop a uh, version of dotnet for linux in the early 2000 and at that time that uh, experiment was called as mono they tried to run the dotnet application in linux and that project is called the mono then the mono project was uh, later supported by a new company called the xamarin and uh, they what they did is they uh, created a project called the mono touch and mono for android then the development of mono continued and then later renamed to xamarin and the xamarin through xamarin uh, at that time it that particular framework was able to develop native application for ios or android or windows phone the windows phone is now not in market and microsoft recommended its users to move either to the ios or android platform uh, 
So, the two dominant uh, leading platforms in market now are iOS and Android and using Xamarin you can develop application for these platforms as well. More and more, uh, so when this uh, evolution happened from the Mono to Mono Touch and then to Xamarin, lot and lot of developers start developing native application using Xamarin and because of its popularity, Xamarin has been acquired by Microsoft and is developed and supported as one of the products offered by Microsoft. So earlier, the Xamarin has a studio, um, as they're called Xamarin Studio or something for developing the application. Later, that is integrated in Visual Studio. So now, if you install the Visual Studio Professional or Enterprise or Community Edition, and uh, if you make sh- make sure that the cross-platform mobile development component is cell installed, then effectively you will get uh, the Xamarin development components in your IDE as well. And th- th- through that components, you can create a Xamarin application. So feel free to download the Visual Studio Community Edition. Uh, make sure all the required components that I just explained are installed properly. And once installed, then uh, create a new project and you can see the template there. Make sure that the you select Xamarin.forms because that is the focus of our talk. And through Xamarin.forms, you can share your code for multiple platforms. And because you are developing in Xamarin, the language you choose will be C-Sharp. So you can use your existing C-Sharp and .NET skills to develop a mobile application. That means you can write the application logic uh, underlying the UI layer. So you can write the input validation using C-Sharp. Or you can call multiple uh, web service calls or database interaction or backend interaction or whatever you can do in C Sharp. So the same skill you can use in uh, the Xamarin as well. Around um, uh, 90% Microsoft says that around 75 to 90% of the code you can reuse in various ways. So if you look into some of the case studies they are already in the Xamarin documentation you can see that many of the companies already uh, have an application in uh, the already have an desktop or web, website application and how they ported to Xamarin is also interesting. So ma- ma- majority of the companies all already have an application uh, for desktop or website as I said and those particular logic in C Sharp can be reused in the Xamarin as well. So that way effectively they uh, very easily they created a, uh, the, a particular native application. So you can go through a lot of case studies there in the Xamarin documentation and that can give you an idea about how uh, the Xamarin can help. Majority of the case studies explains that the particular developers like the concept of code on in C Sharp and um, reuse that particular code for multiple platforms. That, that is one of the striking highlights of the Xamarin. They found it much easier. Another thing is the um, easiness of use of control and some of the features like a hot re- reload. Means hot reload is a feature uh, 
by which you can view the um, screen and then you can change the particular code and you can uh, you can view that particular change on the spot in the in a mobile browser or an emulator so imagine you you create a page called uh, hello world page and you you have um hello world page and a button underneath that like a display alert or something and if you click on that particular display alert a imagine a pop up will come so you created a basic application mobile native mobile application like that and if one of the clients has asked you that you want to change that particular button color to red or something uh, what you can do is you can run that particular application uh, in your emulator or your device and at the same time you can change the code and you can see that uh, change reflection immediately in the um, uh, in that emulator or the device so that is called hot reload so that was a um, recent addition to the xamarin because earlier in the xamarin developers will found it much challenge to make a change and see its reflection because they need to stop and rerun it every time so that creates that waste a lot of time so this hot reload is a new feature uh, that added not uh, very new it's uh, added uh, i think uh, recently and then that can be used for uh, effectively so make sure that while you install the um visual studio and after installing uh, you go to options and underneath the xamarin uh, section you can see if, uh, the a check mark for hot reload option majority of the case it will be in tick if it's not tick make sure that it gets checked so that you can use the hot reload function so if hot reload function is there is active then uh, create a basic project in the xamarin like choose the xamarin project and then create a basic uh, project so there are different templates there you can create choose any of them like uh, you can create a blank application and then add pages but if you are not having that much idea you can select a master detail page there and you will affect microsoft give it um, a basic application with a master detail page layout then you can run that application and that application will be displayed in the emulator so i need to tell one more thing that you need a emulator so if you don't have an emulator Uh, what happens is when you first run the application in your visual studio visual studio will prompt you to download the emulator so you can easily download the emulator when i installed emulator um, many a times i found it uh, some problems if that happens you need to reinstall that emulator again and if you, you can search in google different ways to reinstall that emulator one way which i did is when if i found my emulator is not working properly after the install what i had done is i manually deleted the android folder underneath the c Uh, project uh, program files then after i delete i again reopen the visual studio and run the emulator then 
that time when i run it shows that the some of the files are missing and it prompts us to download so it will basically again do a reinstall and then everything worked fine then uh, your system should have that uh, parallel processing capacity to effectively run the uh, android emulator Uh, and to make the android emulator fast you need to run install a small uh, program called intel hacksem which makes your uh, emulator runs faster so you can search for intel i n t e l space h a x m and uh, you can install that particular hacksem so there are different versions available for different platforms like windows or mac Uh, you select that particular version you like and then download it and then install uh, install that in the machine you want so once if it's properly installed then have a restart and then try of running the emulator and the emulator should work fine uh, keep the emulator open and you just uh, stop uh, you you can rebuild your application and um, play it and uh, if you look into the emulator configuring screen you can see that you can create multiple emulators of various types for uh, my case developer i chosen a model called uh, pixel 3 xl so you can choose any of the program uh, versions of android you like then regarding the um, uh first when you first run the emulator it prompts to uh, to download the version of android you like to emulate so there are different versions of android like i said earlier so the latest version is android 11 so if i want to install the android 11 then select that and make sure you install the x86 version because if you install the x64 then it will be more slower so make sure to install the x86 version and then install that so that way you can have multiple versions of android as well as you can create multiple form factors like you can create a um, you can download an uh, android 11 and then you can configure a tablet for that android 11 or you can create a other form device like uh, 480 into 320 or whatever might be you can configure like that and you can then um, run your program which you created that is the basic template and then you can run you can try running that in different uh, types of devices you can run only one device at a particular time so um you can use the emulator and select the on which you like to run so in the visual studio underneath the run uh, option and there will be having the option to select which device you want so that particular area will display all the devices you configured in the um emulator creation window so that's an idea if you are uh, idea of running application about in in the uh, emulator so if you are using wind a windows machine for development then you can 
create an emulator for android very easily but if you want an emulator for ios application then you need the help of a mac machine without the help of a mac machine you can't build or uh, run the emulator and view the changes for ios devices so there are different cloud um, providers like uh, um, i think its name is like a mac stadium or mac emulator something like that you can search uh, you can go through the documentation and uh, can see some of the alternatives Uh, if you don't have a cloud option then and if you uh, if if you can spare a mac machine then you can connect that to your visual studio uh, so uh, the thing is um, you need to understand is if you are using the latest version of um, visual studio so that same version you should install that in the mac machine as well you can download the mac machine visual studio as well and in addition to that the latest version of xcode should also be there in the corresponding machine so three things are important like the latest version of xcode then the correct version of visual studio which you used for development that same version you have to use that in the uh, mac machine as well only then you will be able to sync so if the, everything is configured properly then you can uh, connect that particular machine so how you can connect a particular mac machine to your development machine is uh, use right click on the in if you open the visual studio solution explorer you can view three different projects there like the samarin.forms then samarin.android and samarin.ios So if you want to run the samarin.ios then right click on that particular project and select set it as startup project then run the um, visual studio then debug run uh, run the that particular project and you can see that the build will happen and then it starts running so at the run time it will show that it needs a device to connect that's a mac machine so that from that window you will have the option to provide the details of your mac machine and the credentials so if everything is given properly then visual studio will try to connect to that particular mac machine and it shows the connected symbol then you can uh, view the uh, ios emulation in your visual studio as well so make sure that hot reload is also open uh, also checked because otherwise if you make any changes then you can't see it dynamically in that particular emulator without the support of hot re- reload you need to stop and re uh, rerun again so that will waste a lot of time so and um, this hot reload will give you the flexibility of changing some particular part of code especially the saml code and then you you can view that as well so the code when i mean the code i basically mean the layout on the that view part you can't change the uh, c sharp code and that is the code which you used for fetching data and other things so you can't change the c sharp code dynamically using hot reload hot reload is particularly useful for viewing the uh, view changes so if you want to move the button 
to a bit uh, right side or left side or something you can using the hot reload feature and if you check that in you can uh, uh, check it that option in the options then you can change a particular control and easily see that particular reflection in the uh, that particular emulator device itself then uh, while developing an application using emulator make sure that that particular application has been tested in a real device also because uh, in some situations uh, your application may work differently or behave differently or view differently in, uh, in the actual device so you need to test that in the actual device also um you don't need to have a very form factor test if you have uh, maximum number of form factor devices then it's good if you don't have that then you can try emulate that in emulator and test it with one or two basic uh, higher end device or a medium device so that way you can make sure that your application will work fine so regarding how to use uh, create the application and all things so uh, i will be explaining that in the upcoming lecture so here it's a quick overview about how the development comes then um, um we talked about creating a template that's um, for the newcomers to the samarin or whatever uh, template uh, whatever uh, type of uh, projects there are different types of projects you can create in visual studio so when you select a new project visual studio give you the provision to select which type of project you want and then it will provide some of the basic uh, templates as well so that that will that can be used for creating an application and you can uh, you can customize that particular template to tweak your use or you can create a blank template and then can change then can add other things one of the concern that normally every developer have while using this type of framework frameworks like samarin is they will bother whether uh, the developing application will be performing just like the uh, when they develop an application using java or the objective c so uh, they have bit confusion regarding the, this while developing using the samarin so uh, you need to understand that when you develop an application using samarin uh, it is just as performant as apps written with the uh, platform specific languages like the objective c java or swift um, and you will get the added advantage of sharing code between android and ios also not only that uh, you can all you you utilize all the existing .net and c sharp features as well as the nuget packages as well so if you are developing an application and if you want some functionality 
which is there in, in some nuget package then you can easily add that particular nuget package to your xamarin application and make use of it then the different patterns like the mvvm pattern or the dependency injections or the whatever patterns you you want to use in c sharp application that you can add very easily so this way uh, developing in c this xamarin provides its own different advantages you got a overview about how the development experience in xamarin will be you got an understand that you will be using the visual studio id for developing application so this xamarin has a set of its own controls like the xamarin list box control or xamarin carousel control or there are different kinds of controls out there so when you develop a mobile application you will be using targeting code to that particular controls or whatever uh, layouts and underneath the particular xamarin framework will uh, compile that to particular platforms to their native codes so when you when you add a list box you just focused on creating that list list box and you can see how that particular list box like looks like in android or ios so uh, behind the scene the framework automatically handles that conversion and you can view the output in the emulator or the real device imagine if you are developing that for in the traditional native development way other than the cross uh, platform development then uh, you have you should then had a two different streams of development like the one for android and one for ios and you need to code differently in two uh, for the two particular platforms like the android or the ios so for the android list box you have to write in a particular way for the ios list box you have to write in a different way so that means a lot of code repetition not repetition code effort should happen for parallelly creating two platforms so xamarin cross platform uh, avoids such kind of thing you can you can just focus on one area and that too in c sharp and the framework automatically handles that of then the regarding development as i already um, said you can either develop using the um, visual studio in mac or visual studio in windows so depending upon your prefects you can select that uh, but if you want to uh, develop in windows machine that is uh, in the windows machine uh, with the visual studio installed you can create an emulator of android but for creating an emulator of ios you definitely require a mac machine so if you have a mac machine then you can run both the different emulators there without the need for an extra machine like if you have a mac machine you can create a ios emulator uh, you can also create an android emulator as well so when you create an android emulator it will download the required versions from 
the android website and then install that so that way you can use so this because you are developing using xamarin and c sharp you can add the set of different external services also to this particular um uh, xamarin like one thing i explained earlier is the nuget thing so if you have a particular nuget uh, functionality to add and if that particular functionality is right there in the in some of the nuget package then you can easily add that as a nuget package in some cases you need external services dependencies like for example azure active directory then you can easily connect that also in your code uh, you want to see how your app effectively works in the actual with the actual users and you want to see how the um, how your users are using your app if are they using a particular page more or are they using a new feature as expected so in that case you can add the analytics and visual studio app center provides the analytics integration you can use that for it then if you want to add some other services like a google aa analytics or language service imagine if you are developing an app and if you want to uh, read the listen the talks and then want to come and transcribe that to a text then very easily using an api you can read that particular uh, you can effectively capture that sound using the micro that phone microphone and then manipulate it and then can send to an external service through code and read the output from that external service and you can display that in the application so that way you can integrate different services or dependencies very easily using xamarin in addition to that uh, the xamarin also provides a nuget package called the xamarin essentials which is there by default when you create a new xamarin forms application so that xamarin essentials will provide some of the helper utilities like if you want to find out what particular device you are using and you want to view some of the information about the device and if you want and want to read that particular information about that devices in your code then you can use that then uh, it has the xamarin essentials has different um, apis for detecting the accelerometer the phone dialer you can uh, you can write code to dial to a particular phone number and when you run the application uh, based on your code that your phone will automatically dial to that number then the text to speech service then the screen lock service so everything there are different things you can do with the xamarin essentials not only xamarin essentials there are a lot of nuket packages particularly there for xamarin which you can check in the documentation and you can use that as well before we diving deep into the xamarin apps internal structure and how each of the things looks like we imagine that for the moment now you developed an application in xamarin maybe it's just a basic hello world application imagine that you completed 
an application which you easily created using a template then uh, test it by running it in the different browse uh, different uh, platforms like the android or ios so if you don't have a mac machine uh, don't worry you can just uh, test it in uh, for the android and once that is completed you can deploy that particular apk to the device you want so the deployment you can either configure as a deployment step in the services like azure devops so in the azure devops you can create a new pipeline to build the xamarin project you just created and then you can deploy that particular apk to whatever location you like or even if you can deploy that to the play store provided if you uh, configured everything and provide credentials so submitting the particular application to play store requires certain verification like you need to submit the app and then need to raise a review so they will review your application and uh, they will check how how your application works and if it's followed all the platform specific guidelines and everything so once they checked that then they approve that particular application Uh, which can take a bit of time and uh, depending upon the platform and the number of requests they received so once they approved then the application will be in store and uh, your users can re um, use the uh, use the application to so once that is gone then you have no control about how your users are using that particular application to get an analytics about how they are using your application make sure that you include some analytics services like uh, visual studio app center or something whatever analytics service you can use and make sure everything is configured so that you can understand how your app works also important is how the error handling make sure that you handle all the errors properly so that it uh, don't hamper any user experience and if any error is happen make sure make sure that that is logged and uh, sent to some api or some uh, you can um, you can store that in the device and then uh, after a particular time you can send that back to the some api like and there from there you can use the ld so i think there are different nuget packages also right there for that particular purpose so when it comes to mobile application ideally you develop the application and if your application need some data like reading from database or something uh, ideally you should develop that as an api and your app should contact that particular database through the api so you can expect that when you take such a page in your in your mobile application behind the scene an api call will go and that api call based on that api call trigger the particular api service will return the data and that will be displayed to the user So one thing to understand here is your API should be uh, performant oriented means it should perform well otherwise your application needs to wait a long time data back to minimize the such waiting and to give a 
better user experience you can implement caching mechanisms in your uh, application so which you can very easily do by using uh, some of the caching frameworks uh, which you can add that as a nuket package as well uh, or you can even write a custom caching if you want based upon your requirement so make sure that the um, caching don't cause any problem that you for example if you have some data in cache and if it's uh, updated in the database then if you are reading often from the cache it may not uh, uh, display as expected because the user may change the data and they are still see the old data there and they may feel it confused so make sure that you apply caching in the proper context and in the proper area and um you have to also consider about the um other factors like the network speed and the in some cases the network may fail or in some cases the user may turn off the data or wifi connection and then take the application so you should handle all those factors while developing the application otherwise uh, what happens is if you not handle those things ex- exceptions can happen to help with some of the network connection and such things there are the microsoft essentials the one nuket package which i explained earlier provides a rich set of apis like internet connection detection and all those things so you can use that and then by taking advantage of that apis you can check whether your particular application at, at a point of that time has internet connection of not so if if it's, if the data is not turned on or if it's not has any internet connection then you can display a toast to the user that the internet connection is turned on and please make sure to turn it on before taking the application the important thing is you should uh, inform that particular information to the user that they ha- they have to turn on that particular internet connection uh, without causing an exception so that is the main so i hope i covered an overview about the samarin in the next series of talk we will dive more deep into the samarin platform samarin framework and we can see how we can easily develop an application through it so make sure visual studio is installed and create at least a basic project in samarin to see how it's work and all So thanks all for listening and have a nice day.